It's so easy to listen from home. I just tell my smart speaker, Alexa, play the Shake Back Sports podcast. Here's hashtag brothers of baseball slash Shake Back Sports show from Apple Podcasts, continuing the latest episode. What's happening out there? Y'all know what it is. Here we go. That's right. Be thankful. And you know what it is as we are back for a yet another episode of The Real Moms of the Shield. I am your humble host. Willie Epting Jr., welcome in the Shakeback Media Group. You can find us on Twitter at Shakeback Media Group as well as Facebook. The uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, the Shakeback Media Group LLC, and then of course on YouTube, the Shakeback Media Group. Make sure you follow and uh, subscribe and hit that bell for all new content. We do thank you guys out there for checking us out on Facebook Live as well as YouTube and Twitter. I had the moms with me tonight. Jennifer, Brandy, what's going on, ladies? How are you? <laughs> hey. uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm so happy that you guys were able to uh, take the time out of your busy schedules. I know we just had the 53 week, the week of 53, as, as Jennifer was saying, off air. And that is what we're going to be talking about on this particular episode. No script, straight from the heart. The best way to do it, if you ask me, but that's just my opinion. Uh, but before we do that, though, uh, I wanted to I wanted us to make sure that we keep the people of uh, Bend, Oregon, in our thoughts and prayers uh, for the the shooting that took place at a Safeway grocery store out there this past Sunday. Um, I spoke at length about it on the hashtag Brothers of Baseball show on the Big Game Christian Sports Network that you can hear on the twelves and sixes and ones and sevens Monday through Friday. Uh, on the TuneIn app, search BGC Sports, shameless plug. But we want to make sure that uh, they feel and hear our prayers through the spirit and uh, that they are able to regain some sort of sense, uh, I'm sorry, some sort of peace and strength and comfort during this time. Jennifer, you want to say any quick, quick words about what happened out in Oregon? I have to be honest with you because I have been sick all week. Mm-hmm. I just heard about it when you talked about it. Oh. I didn't hear about it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it was a, a gunman, twenty years old. Uh, he had basically stated that one of the one of the uh, motives for him initiating this was the Columbine shooting, um, which, I, which I thought was very, very evil. Uh, Brandy, uh, any quick thoughts from you? Man, just tired of hearing it around the world. I mean, that's sad. Just my thoughts and prayers with them, and you know, everybody else around the world that have dealt with it over the years. I mean. Just probably hearing about it for others that have been there is just brings back so many horrific feelings and memories. So just thoughts and prayers for all of them. Yes, no doubt. And uh, I echo those sentiments. Okay, we're going to go ahead and get into the show because, uh, of course, Brandy Guyton, uh, her son plays for the (laughs) the hated. Los Angeles Chargers. Hate it. <laughs> I mean, look at you see my hat, right? Look at my hat. I know. I know. 
and then uh, and then of course uh, Jennifer Rashawn Gary plays for the Green Bay Packers stud linebacker for them did not play in the preseason whatsoever uh the week of 53 has come and gone um I, I I'm I'm aware uh Jennifer that that's not anything that Rashawn had to really be too much concerned about uh with his status coming out of high school and then of course coming out of the University of Michigan uh but you did say off air that you were able to speak to some moms who were going through this um, back when they were all rookies. So from a, from a friend's standpoint and, and even just watching your son with some of his teammates that he had become close with, is there any sort of description that you can give or provide for uh, the feeling of what it's like to be going through or getting up to and then going through week or the week of 53? Well, not even rookies. But what I've learned is even some veterans who've been in the league longer than Rashawn um, have to try out for their job every year. I didn't realize just how uh, it, it boggled my mind, but just how tedious and and nerve-wracking, this can be for the parent, but, um, you know, your your sons put their everything in, and like they say, it's always the next one up. So you don't know when the next one will be up. And it's just so, I've, I've been so very blessed not to have to deal with that, but my time will come. And, um, uh, Prayfully, no time soon, but it does come for everyone because the NFL is not for long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know that. I remember uh, Coach Herman Edwards saying that exact same thing. That's what it stands for, not for long, or they used to call it a no-fun league, but we're not talking about that at this point. <laughs> um, so, Brandy, of course, with, with Jalen, his path was a little bit different from, from Rashawn's. Um, of course, he graduated from Allen High School. What was that, 2014, 15? 15. 15. Then he went off to Notre Dame, right? Mm-hmm. And then he uh, transferred from Notre Dame back home to UNT where he was a part of the Mean Green crew, um, played, played there. Describe what it was like for you and your family when, when Jalen was done playing at UNT and then – the, the the goal was in reach of, of realizing the dream of playing in the National Football League. Um, okay, so he had one more year of eligibility, and but he graduated that year at their bowl game. Um, he graduated, uh, he was done with school, and so he was pretty much thinking I'm done with school, I'm moving on to football. And of course the feedback that he was getting from a lot of people was, if you're not gonna go high in the draft, you should play another year. Well, he just has always had the mindset of, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna play in the NFL. And he, at that point said, I am done with school and I'm fine with, I've got my degree, I'm ready, let's go. And so we, you know, looked for agents and kind of found our, found the one we were going with and she put her feelers out there and she said, yeah, I mean, I'd be happy to represent him. It looks like he's got a good shot and 
kind of just went from there. And obviously it was just nerve wracking because you don't know if you're making the right decision. I mean, but do we ever know if we're doing the exact right thing when it's, when it's that big, we don't really know. And thankfully he went ahead and left and, uh, you know, did his pro day and all that because the very next year was COVID. Nobody got mm. their pro day. It yep. could have been a totally different scenario situation. He could be coaching in high school right now, teaching, doing something else that he wants to do later down the road because he might not have had a shot. And so we were just, you know, looking back, so thankful that he took that leap of faith. And, you know, when he said he was ready, we said, we're here to back you 100%, whatever you think. Like, let's go, let's do this. And, and that is the, that's, that's the part of the, the NFL story that most people, unless you're plugged in or you're a parent or you are that close to one of the players that you just don't get to hear about. And from a, from a parental standpoint, I can only imagine what that must have felt like for you, Brandy, and even for you as well, Jennifer, because, you know, even though, you know, Rashawn was, was, I guess you could say more highly touted than, than a lot of other players. I mean, there's still the risk of, of an injury even in, 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 in the preseason or during camp. So when, when you're, when, when you're watching your kids and they are essentially starting a new season with, uh, with mini camps. And then of course with OTAs and then on to, uh, to training camp, Brandy, what kind of thoughts go through your head at that point, even though, or even though at this point Jalen has, kind of established himself as a viable option and a viable weapon for the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. So on that note, we always have to pay attention to draft, right? Mm -hmm. Are they picking up any receivers? Because if they pick up receivers and they get somebody high in the draft, then that bumps your, that bumps Jalen down a little farther. He's an undrafted free agent. He's always going to have to work really hard to, to get what he, you know, to get that position. And that's fine with him. He understands that. And he is a, a kid that will put in the hard work. I mean, I feel like all of them are. They do a lot of work. But um, that being said, we pay attention to the draft. This year, we all took a huge sigh of relief. They didn't take any receivers in the draft. I think they picked up somebody uh, after the draft, but they were going to use him more special teams. So that was a huge this year. And even Jalen Texas and said, whoo. They didn't take any receivers in the draft. You know, he pays attention to it. And fast, you know, last year they did take, uh, I think it was second or third round, Palmer. And mm -hmm. they put him in a little bit last year. Jalen stats still beat him out last year. He, you know, he, he kind of won, won out last year, so to speak. He was wide receiver three. They were letting Palmer get his feet wet, even though he was a drafted player, um, letting him kind of learn the game. And so all of his Jalen stats – did beat Palmer last year, but now that Palmer has had that year in and he is a drafted player, you know, it's like that. It's, it's kind of like being a parent or, I mean, I guess a boss or a teacher, you don't like to say that you did something, you know, maybe we shouldn't have done that or we did something wrong. And I'm not saying that they were wrong to draft him, but they draft these players and they pay them a lot of money and they want to put them on the field. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what Jalen has to kind of contend with. And he's okay with that. But 
that being said, it's just, you know, it is nerve wracking. Like we pay attention through the draft as probably everybody does drafted undrafted. You want to see who they're picking up because like Jennifer said earlier, it's always the next man up. And you know, it's a NFL is not for long. You never know when you're not, you know, when you're done. So you just have to pay attention. So that I feel like that plays a, a part in all of our minds, my mind, you know, um, our family, Jalen, everybody. So yeah, Joshua. I think across the board, it pays. You know, it pays in because it's like next man up. You get it. You might have a phenomenal quarterback, but if another one that comes and looks a little bit better and they draft him, then they're going to give him a chance. So yeah. you never know. Yeah, Josh Palmer drafted out of uh, Tennessee third round last yeah. year. He yeah. had thirty three yeah. receptions, three hundred fifty three yards, four touchdowns, and of course, um, Jalen was on the receiving end of the most incredible throw that I've ever seen. He had. <laughs> Finished the year with uh, 31 receptions, 448 yards, three scores, 14 and a half yards per catch, which speaks to his potential big play ability. Um, Jennifer, um, I wanted to ask you, because you, you said off air that you had talked to Brandy while all this was going on because Rashawn and, and Jalen worked out together. Can you let the people that weren't privy to that conversation off air let them hear and, and hear your heart and 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 just kind of explain what it was like for you ushering on or encouraging another parent with their with their kid, uh, maybe not having been in the same position as yours. Well, I um, have been to uh, it was Michael Johnson's performance um, in McKinney, Texas, and um, I my well, Rashad was. Um, Training for the combine, that's when I, I met Jalen. Seen them, you know, do their 40s. You know, I've seen them in um, their different position groups. I've seen them do their individual drills. And he was very impressive. I didn't know who the kid was. Um, and I don't know how I, how I matched um, Randy to Jalen, but she was so nervous. And I said, I seen your son. Uh, he is uh, he is spectacular. Like I was impressed by him, um, by his athleticism. So I said, oh, you don't got no worry. And I didn't think she did. I really didn't. I was really confident in what I seen. Um and he and she didn't. He 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 made the 53. He was fine. But she was on pins and needles. She was nervous. She yes. was nervous, yes. and I just and, and I wasn't nervous for her because I I believed in her son. Mm -hmm. I saw what I saw, and I'm like, okay, he's got it, mm -hmm. and he had it, and I guess he still got it because he's still on the <laughs> right. And I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate that. And to speak to that real quick, uh, Rashawn came to Jalen's pro day out at North Texas because he was in Texas. Um, when it happened and that that meant a lot to me because I knew through the college football moms and through you know connecting with uh, Jennifer and just seeing what kind of phenomenal player he was Jalen had mentioned you know kind of being friends with Rashawn and at training and so obviously I look him up as a mom as a football mom I'm gonna look him up wow huge player like you know gonna be gonna do great things like gonna go high in the draft and and so you know, I just thought that was really, I mean, it was really cool to me that Rashawn showed up for Jalen. I'm like, here's this guy that's going to be go really high in the draft. And, 
not that they wouldn't be friends. It's just very humbling. And I thought it was just speaks to Rashawn's character that he came out that day to support his friend. And, and I love that. I love it. Like I was so excited that he was there. And then of course, for Jennifer to be a, such a support along the way, when she would see me post, she would tell me, mama, you need to calm down. He's got this. It's going to be fine. <laughs> and, and what Rashawn said about him, uh, I don't, I don't, Jalen and Rashawn, they may be the same age. Maybe Rashawn's older. I don't know if Jalen's older. I don't know. But he said, this kid works his ass off. Like, he works when nobody, when nobody is looking. Like, he's trying to, you know, beat the, the guy in front of him after the guy's left. You know, like, okay. he put in 110% right. after everybody was gone. So, you know, he impressed those who weren't looking, mm -hmm. right. Right. or you know, that is a so, that is a true definition of integrity, um, doing the right thing when nobody is looking. Mm -hmm. And obviously, both of these young men uh, have come from from great loings, <laughs> and 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 I've I've gotten I'm I'm just enjoying uh, being a part of it. You know, from the outside looking in, and and through this podcast. That oh by the way everybody out there watching and, and and ultimately will be listening, make sure you go to iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts and search search Shakeback Media Group and make sure you smash the subscribe button there. You can give a rate a review as well. Give us five stars, man, because we just we just like that. Um, so in in, in the process of uh having you know meetings with you guys and uh, us doing a couple shows already in. And uh, the the contact and the communications that we've had in our messenger chat, I feel like I know these young men, and I have never even been up close to either one of them. And, and it speaks to it speaks to um, the parents. It speaks to the parents. Uh, I don't know if you guys, or I'm sure you guys have heard, but there was this incident that took place out here in Lancaster, Lancaster Texas, that involved uh, one time NFL great Akeem Talib. Uh, out in Lancaster, and uh, you know, my first thought was, where are the parents? Um, as a person or as a as a man that has that has coached on a on a Pop Warner level, is this, is this the one with the uh, football team? Yes, yes, yes. It, it was his it was his brother. It was Akeem's. Uh, it was a uh, Akeem Talib's brother that actually fired the shots and killed that parent, and now he's facing murder charges. But um, I don't know if Akeeb is looped into it some kind of way. Uh, but all I can say is that, you know, when you have things like that that's happening on that age level, um, and then you th th some of those kids actually progress and make it to the levels of where your boys are, but then you start seeing certain things that you kind of don't want to see, especially for, or for a franchise that's taking a chance on spending millions and millions of dollars on these kids. Um, so that really is a testament to both you ladies and you and their dads. I want to make sure that they, the dads get in there, too, because um, I'm a dad and we we love our boys. So anyway, so the week of 53 has passed. Um, and of course, both both you boys are, 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 are ready to go for the first game of the year. The NFL season starts on September the 9th. No, September the 8th, which is one week from today. It'll be the Buffalo Bills. And the Los Angeles Rams doing battle, but uh, on on Sunday there's a game that's going to be taking place in L.A. 
<laughs> and it involves the Jalen Guyton led and Justin Herbert led uh, Los Angeles Chargers going up against my beloved Raiders. Brandy, I already know that you have your ticket and that you're going to the game. Is that correct? I'm actually not going to the game. What? <laughs> I'm not going to that game. I will go when they play out in Vegas in December, but I'm not going uh, until the end of September this month. So, yeah. Okay. Flights are not as cheap this year as they were last year. So, uh-huh. mama's, mama's having to pick and choose. I mean, I don't have to, but I choose to pick and choose because – I refuse to pay these flight prices when I was flying for so cheap last year. I'm kind of hoping they come down a little bit, so we'll see. I I, I got you. Um, and we will. And we the next time we have a conversation, uh, these games will be in the books. So either I or Brandy will be uh, talking all kind of noise in the next episode <laughs> about based on right. the based on the result of that game. Um, but right. I, no, but but in all in all honesty, in all fairness, in all trueness, I mean. I wish nothing but the best for for Jalen. Of course, he, him, and Rashawn are now my favorite players in the NFL, except when they're playing <laughs> against the Raiders. And speaking of and speaking of Rashawn, Jennifer, uh, they get it on early in the NFC North with the with the uh, Packers traveling down to Minneapolis to take on those Vikings. That's going to be a bloodbath. Um, what are you? Uh, first of all, are you are you headed to the game? Oh, no, I'm only going, I'm going to the home games. Okay. And I'm going to the one in London. Oh, oh nice. Yes. Yeah. yes, that will be terrific. They're going, oh, okay. Awesome. What week is that? Um, October 9th. October 9th, so that's probably week, I want to say five or six. And yeah, I'm heading out. I'm going to spend a week in London. Oh, so fun. That sounds like. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm so, you know what? Maybe I can go out there and train and get me a, a trainer and see if I can make a comeback. So I can go, I can get on I can get on somebody's practice squad maybe. But so let me let me let me actually actually ask y'all about that because there's some, you know, there's a lot of uh, players that don't make the 53 man roster, um, but they do make the practice squad. How does that work? Um, and Jennifer, you can ask. You, I mean, uh, Brandon, you can answer the question if you if you have it. If not, uh, that's fine. We can move it over to Jennifer. But for the practice squad, how does that work? If you're if Jalen was on the practice squad now, um, how would that work in terms of him his preparation for the week, uh, the, the 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 game on Sunday, and then what would it be like for you as a mom in anticipation of him possibly be getting called up? Um, well, we had that scenario when he first went to the Chargers. They signed him to the practice squad, and he kind of moved back and forth um, that year. And finally, uh, the week of Thanksgiving, they moved him up. They signed him to the 53. So he did do the practice squad for a while, and, of course, he was happy for the moment, he was happy for the, the, the opportunity because he sat at home for about two months, just kind of making people would call and, you know, things you would think something was going to happen and it didn't. So it was just very nerve wracking. Um, so for him to be there, he was happy for the for the for the opportunity. But to speak on the practice squad, they have to learn. So he would have to learn the, the you know, the opposing team's offense and run that offense against the Chargers defense but mm -hmm. then he also had to make sure he knew what to do in case he's moved up to 
the actual roster. And Jalen mm. is a very, very smart kid. So um, that very that first year when he got moved up, um, he would tell us that, and you could see on the field that he would he would tell people where to go because he knows he would he's not a put in the exposition kind of receiver. He when he was first thrown out there, he learned all of them and he's very smart and he's going to study the playbook and he's going to know it in and out. And if you watch any of the old games, you could see him telling somebody that was new there, not Keenan, not, you know, Mike Dub, none of those. Mm -hmm where to go like he would tell someone where to go and i would notice it as a mom because i knew what he was doing he's telling them that's where you need to be and so like it's just i mean i know he was happy for the opportunity um i think it was a lot of work but for him um he was capable he was able to do it i mean he proved himself and you know he won that that position to move on up for the rest of the season that year. And then the very next year, this was his third year making the 53. So just very, very, very humbled, um, you know, thankful for all of it, but just excited for him because he works so hard. I mean, he does, he works hard and he's very smart and he's going to study and he's going to know, you know, what to do and do his best. So. So it's a lot. It's, it's a lot for those player, those practice squad kids. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead his Jennifer. third year. It's his fourth, but it's his third year to make a roster, a full roster. Third, if the fifty-three. Yeah, oh, the fifty-three. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I know. My daughters and I, we were. She was like, "Mom, why'd you post third? Third? And I, well, we were. Yeah, that's like, why is he saying like, third? Oh, yeah. this is fourth. Right. Okay. So okay. fourth year, but third year to make the fifty-three from from the start. So. <laughs> I mean, he's locked. He's locked in because he's a very integral part of what they do in that offense. Um, well, we hope. We hope. I had this conversation with Jalen, and I hope I'm not speaking too much, but I'll tell you real quick. We had this. I had called. You know, talked to him on the phone the day the 53 came out, and uh, you know, he was like, "Man, mom." He was like, "You know," he said, "Honestly, like nobody's really like it's it's crazy, and you know, it's tough because he's obviously friends with those guys in the in the the." In the receiving core, I mean, friends with all of them, but like in the receiving core, you know, some of his really good friends and, and it's them against them, you know, it's them against them. Like it's, they're, they're working against each other besides Mike and Keenan. Like they're pretty much all working against each other, but a couple of them, his really good friends and they've continuously been on the practice squad. And so when I saw that Jalen made it, of course it's relief and it's happy, but it's also just a big like, oh, man, I feel so bad because I know those kids work so hard. Like, yeah, I'm happy for my son, but I know it's hard because it's hard for him because these are his good friends, you know? I mean, he knows it's competition, but it's still you're a human being, so it's hard. And, and what I was going to say, sorry, that he said, yeah, I mean, and Coach was tell, talking to us like, yeah, you signed to the 53 and you think you're fine. And then all of a sudden somebody gets cut on another team and your team says, oh, wait, we might can pick them up. Wait a minute. You're not on the 53. We're cutting you and we're going to try to assign this guy. And, and, and I was talking to my daughter today. Apparently that just happened to Isaac Rochelle who mm -hmm. Jalen played with at Notre Dame, who was with him at the chargers. Then he was with the Colts last year, then Cleveland apparently made the 53 yesterday. His wife makes a funny TikTok because she's TikTok famous. Maybe Rash uh, I'm about to say Rashawn. Maybe Isaac will let me buy hangers now. 
because we're in our new city and he made the 53. He got cut yesterday because they wanted to sign someone else and they put him on the practice squad. And this is a drafted player. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Just bizarre. Like it is tough. I mean, and that's why I try to put on my social media, a post a lot of the things that I post because I, obviously I've never done this before. And while we are very happy and blessed, um, we also know that there's a lot of people that, that are going through a lot of anguish right now. And they are like hoping for answer prayers that they get picked up or they get re-signed to a practice squad. And, you know, we, we did that with Jalen's first year. And like, I know firsthand how it feels. And, and I know that even people that, you know, have these players that know they're not probably not going to get cut. They're humans. You know, they feel for those guys. They work hard with those guys in that in that locker room and on that field. So they're a team and they're a family. And, I mean, it's it's a lot for these guys to go through, like, <laughs> that a lot of people don't get. Like, they see the glory and the, mm-hmm. you know, the, ah, they get to put on the helmet and the, the, the jersey and they sign autographs and they this, that, and, wow, your son's an NFL player. And, and all of that is amazing. But – there are a lot of buts and there are a lot of things that us moms, even Jennifer, that we pray daily that they're healthy and that they can stay as long as they want to stay, you know? So mm-hmm. just a lot. Sorry. I'm speaking a long time. <laughs> That's okay. That's the heart. And you know, it didn't quite jerk a tear for me, uh, but it was getting close. Uh, and I yes, had, I, I had said that it was going to, this was going to likely be a tear jerker. Jennifer, anything you want to piggyback on, uh, on that? Well, just like what she said, just every game, every practice, you know, I, I snap right now in the morning with my usual prayer. Matter of fact, I say it so often, I text it so often, my phone, all I have to do is put the first letter in and my phone, ends, you know, um, completes it. You know, I just pray that he stays, you know, be careful, be safe, you know, and be spectacular. Uh, and and our prayer before every game is I just ask Heavenly Father just to to bubble wrap him, protect him from his head to his toe. Yeah. I see my son get hurt. Yeah. I was at the game. I never really watched the game because, um, but all I did was I looked up, and I seen like the jumbotron, mm-hmm. and I seen somebody on their back and their legs was like flapping like they were in pain. And I looked around and people were looking at me and I just broke down in tears and it was Rashawn. So I immediately grabbed my stuff and I'm trying to, I I don't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. That is the worst feeling, the most helpless feeling that you want to, I can't even, I can't even explain how I felt like I was, a, it was an outer body experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had took him to the hospital, got the MRI. I mean, thank God that he was okay. But just seeing it, you know, and I know he's worked all his life since he was 10 right. to fulfill this dream. Right. And, and it's a blessing that all he has been able to accomplish as a football player. And he loves what he does. But for me, it's just, I'm so proud of him. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud when I see my son run on that field. And I love when the offense is on the field. I don't <laughs> have to, I don't have to think about it. 
from on pins and needles when defense gets on oh, the yeah. field. Yeah. You know, and um, I, I can celebrate and cheer for my son when he gets a, a sack or a pressure or whatever. It's it's the, the most happiest, most proudest, um, most scariest thing for me. Mm-hmm. Football season. You know what I can't wait? I can't wait to the last game of the season. <laughs> I, you know, I'm on the phone. Yes. I'm on a plane going to Green Bay to pack his stuff up and, you know, send him back to Texas. Yeah. yeah. That's my happy my happy you know you know what's crazy about that statement jennifer is that you can't wait for the first game to be immediately followed by the last game of the year (laughs) all that stuff in the middle is just a whole lot of uh just oh nervous energy for me yeah Yeah, i i can i can i can i can feel both of y'all spirit in in by in how proud of you are uh of, of your boys and even with um how you talked about making sure that you pray for them that is that that is so amazing and again these are the things that we don't see on fox or espn or cbs or you know nfl network these are these types of things that you guys are talking about is not what we see and i just i'm just so thankful that you guys uh you know you're able to or you are willing to create this this show with me and and talk about these things all right, with the week of 53 have coming, uh, the week of 53, I keep wanting to say week 53, and there's only, what, 52 weeks in a year? I can't, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> well, this is the longest one, so we can call it 53, the 53rd week. Okay, so we'll call it, we'll call it 50, the, the, the 53rd week. Now that the 53rd week has come and gone, uh, Jennifer, any encouraging words for any parents out there who's, uh, whose son did not have their name written on the sheet of paper or was not called. I don't know how that goes, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, can you try it again next year? Can you? Yep. yep. You can? You just stay in well, shape. Get, they stay if in you shape. can try it again next year, mm-hmm. you got a whole year to right. get in that gym. Right. Come early and stay late right. and show them what you you really want it, then go get it. Right. Right. I didn't know that you can once you try, you can right. try again to try again. Right. Yeah, I I uh I mean I, I'm thinking that it's probably not much different from high school up to college, or maybe not college, but high school where um, you know, if you don't make it like Michael Jordan didn't make, he got cut his sophomore year and then we know that the rest is history. Brandy, any encouraging final words for those moms or those dads or those families out there who um, may not have had the fortunate uh, fortunate incident of their name, their son's name being called? Man, I mean, I can just say from experience, you just have to stay positive. Like, don't. Um, I was nervous. I was scared. I was all the things, you know, wondering what does he do now? I didn't know we had to go through it. Now I know what you can do. You can just continue to work out. You can just continue to try to make those connections that were made through the whole, uh, you know, process of getting there. Um, You know, they do meet a lot of people along the way. Jalen probably plays, there's probably not a team out of the 32 right now that he doesn't know one or two players on the field because Mm. he either worked out with them or he, 
they were on his team at one time or whatever the, you know, they move them around so much that you don't really realize that until you're in it. I didn't. Um, but just, I just, you would just have to continue to encourage them because I, it was hard as a mom to see that maybe his dream was just not going to happen. It wasn't going to come true. Um, you know, everybody around me kept saying, we're not giving up. We're not doing that. You know, I mean, I don't think he would ever want to give up after the first uh, try. And even after the second, the third, you know, if you've made it on a practice squad before, don't give up. Just keep trying. I would say as a parent, you just got to stay positive. Um, just let them know you're there for them no matter what, whatever decision they make. Um, how can you help them? Can you be of help to them in any way? Most of them are going to already have an agent. So hopefully that agent is working hard to, to get them somewhere. I mean, and I would just say to tell them to stay prayed up, stay healthy, stay, stay positive. That's it. And there it is. I mean, it is, <laughs> it is truly um, always a shake back story uh, when it comes to these things. I mean, NFL, the NFL stands for just that, not for long. And it's not like a, a, a baseball team where, you know, you can you can be plugged in and then whatever. It's not like basketball where there's certain, only certain uh, number of uh, spots that are available. So, all right, social media information. Jennifer, go. My social media? Yes. I am J Jennifer, <laughs> F-E-E, that's for my daughter, Nafisa, and Sean, S-H-A-N for my son, Rashan. So, J F E Sean. Um, and that is my Instagram and I am Jennifer Coney Shepherd on Facebook. I guess I'm Jennifer. She opened me a TikTok, but I don't use it anyway. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I'm just really, uh, Facebook and Instagram. All right. Brandy Guyton. Brandy Guyton on Facebook, uh, Bottle Blonde BG on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can search me by my name, though, Brandy Guyton as well, if you don't have that. Um, I do a little bit of TikTok. I don't really know how to do it. I just put my pictures to music and throw them up there. They're mostly about football or travel, but um, right. TikTok, same thing. You can search Brandy Guyton or Bottle Blonde BG. <laughs> All right, and that is going to do it for this episode. We appreciate you ladies once again. I look forward to doing this again in a couple weeks. Uh, as I said in the intro or in the beginning of the show, uh, one of us is going to be happy on this show, and the other one's not <laughs> right. going to be as happy uh, right. as there are two teams that face off against each other. So, for. Did you already say? I'm sorry. Did you already say? Uh, what'd you say? That's okay. Go ahead. Okay. okay. All right. For Jennifer, for Brandy, for Willie, this has been the real Moms of the Shield. Baby. We'll talk to y'all again real soon. Peace. We out.